0: Five, four, three, two,
1: one. Before we get started,
0: does anyone want to get out?
1: The Galactic Dads Podcast. A podcast by Geeky Dads. Talking about all things geek. Dad life. I am the father. And beyond.
2: Language. Language.
0: Welcome everybody to episode 92 of the Galactic Dads podcast. I am Brandon and of course we are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. That can include bits of dad advice for any of your daddy issues. We talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and so much more. And of course, I am not alone. Today I am joined via Riverside.fm. We of course are joined by Laser Eric and Jedi John. What's going on gentlemen?
2: Good evening. Hello there.
0: Not bad, not bad. I was, I got nervous. Pictures went a little grainy and I realized it's because we're recording the video. So, hope that works yep. this week so we can throw it up to our Patreon subscribers because they enjoy that. Uh, also, uh, you can check out the Galactic Dads on any of the social medias. God, give us a like, give us a follow, give, give, check us out. We are at Galactic Dads on basically every platform but Snapchat. I'm not about that life. Uh, And over on Instagram, you can even follow all of our food porn page, uh, which is ran (laughs) by Laser Eric, and that is Galactic Dads BBQ. Uh, There you can see everything we're cooking up and oftentimes everything we're drinking. And if you're interested to see more of what we drink, you can go ahead and check us out on the Untapped app. That is at Galactic Dads there. Uh, You can see just how far off the wagon Jedi John has fallen, uh, and the rest of us help him add beers as well. So definitely go check that out. Uh, but, you know, right now, I feel like I've got to let these other guys say hello, and then we'll jump into our normal stuff.
1: I thought that's you were going to segue there into Beers I, of the Week, but that's cool, too. <laughs> I wanted to. I
0: wanted to, but uh, I want people to say hello first, and then we'll move into Beers of the Week.
1: Yeah, hi. It's been it's been a while. Well, it feels like it's been a while. It hasn't been that long, I guess, but uh, excited to be back on.
0: It it has been man. Yep. We're glad you're back, Jedi John. And of course, Laser Eric is here with me almost every week. So,
2: yes, indeed. How we doing?
0: Uh, it it feels good to uh to be back recording. The last time I saw you guys, you were treating me like I was building the pyramids. Uh, we'll talk about that yeah. a little later in daddy issues.
1: Yeah, I'm still <laughs> sore.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> he fell down some stairs all right let's go ahead we're going to transition right into our beers of the week Mm. That's just wonderful you know when we do these beers of the week it always gives me a moment to sit down relax reflect and catch a buzz and that's what all dads need after a hard day so uh ain't that the truth i'll go ahead and start us off i um had to unplug the beer fridge just to move some stuff around in a studio dungeon here. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't have anything cold, and I drank everything else. Uh, so I just reached for the good old-fashioned Rebel Yell Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, it is a 40% alcohol by volume. Um, it's good, though. It's, it's one of the cheaper bourbons, but it's definitely still got a nice flavor to it. Uh, I, I put it above the old Jack Daniels, the, the old Jim Bean, uh, but it's not quite Four Roses, and it certainly it's not Buffalo Trace. But uh, it's good. I like Rubble Yell, Very good.
2: What do you got that mixed with this evening?
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm ashamed to admit this. A Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. It could be worse. I think. It's not bad. <laughs> I I actually enjoy it. I just, you know don't feel like good sharing it it should be straight over a nice large cube but like i said it's it's a lower tier so no big deal it makes as well
2: that's good that's good as long as it tastes good and you like it that's the only thing that matters
0: absolutely So. so what do you got laser Eric?
2: so i've got from uh our friends in memphis tennessee at the wiseacre brewing company it's called tiny bomb it's an american pilsner 4.5 alcohol by volume it's um it's a pilsner it's decent it's a pilsner yeah i'm gonna drink it and i'm gonna go find another beer and i'm gonna drink that one too it'll be a good time
0: i haven't had a pilsner in a long time i think the last pilsner i had was a miller (laughs)
2: light right well with it being 95 degrees outside you know it makes sense of course, I you know, then you got Jedi John over here and uh, he's he's just he's going for the gold medal tonight. I think. Yeah, he's what do you gonna, got over there.
0: He's going to carry it.
1: I think I had to <laughs> turn in the gold coin I had earlier today um, off the wagon. And I don't know. Is that a milestone coin? I don't, I'm not sure. Sorry, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've it's, never made it. It's, it's 10 um, days,
0: not 10 minutes, John.
1: Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I've never made that. Um, anyway, so um, I've got uh, four hands brewing Company's Strange Stout. It's uh, barrel-aged, excuse me, barrel-aged Imperial Oatmeal Stout with vanilla and cacao. Cacao.
2: Cacao. Cacao.
1: Cacao. And uh, what does it say? It says something else on here, too. And Rainbow Pony Dones. Donus? Dones? Help me Dust? Out here. So that's what Strange uh, Donuts Dust? calls their donuts. Oh yeah! Oh, that's it. Gotcha. gotcha. It's a, yeah. it's a okay. Strange Donut collaboration. It's a collab, yeah. I which is to awesome. Donuts there. I've only been there like twice. Um, anyway, uh, ten point five percent alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good night.
0: That's a beer that's going to get you there. It's going to get you there. Um, that's good though. I like that you're drinking a four hands, and not only that, a four hands collaboration beer, uh, because later on the episode when we do our Galactic Dag Network updates. Uh, We have an announcement about collaboration as well. So definitely stick around to the end of the show for that. Uh, But now it is time for us to move on into our daddy issues. You guys ready? Let's go. these daddy issues they're not that bad really they're not that bad um i will say there is there is this thing that happens when you i'm now 36 uh and i feel that in that age range you have definitely reached the point where you no longer ask your friends to move uh you hire movers because slipping a disc for beer and and pizza or good and sandwiches just doesn't feel worth it uh, but that being said, we did show up to help laser Eric move his entire <laughs> house on the 100 degree day of the week at like noon.
2: I'm not sure I thanked you guys enough for your help, <laughs> both of you. I do very much appreciate you being there. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was an adventure, man. It, you know, it's funny because I really did think. If we started early enough, we'd be done by about noon. But that basement just killed it. Holy crap.
0: It would have been possible uh, to have been yes. done by noon. But the uh, – I'm going to go ahead and say it. The motivation to be done by noon was not physically apparent by all involved. So that made it a little more difficult.
2: Well, yeah. And, and you, you bring up a really good point, Brandon, because, you know, I don't know when the last time you helped somebody move was. For me, it was probably five years ago or something like that. And I'm I'm 39, so I I feel even that much more. (laughs) But uh, trust me, I know. Uh, (laughs) But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was rude. (laughs) You know, but I think no, you don't. Quite all right. Um, I I really like looking back on it, um, and and you know, all of us that were there. I mean, you know, we had what, we had eight, nine guys.
0: There were, um, yeah, there you know, were nine multi- individuals. And yeah, then your dad.
2: Multitude of trucks, you know, and yeah, my dad was there. And, and you know, my dad's in his 60s and, you know, he's not, he's not lifting as heavy as he used to and things like that. So um, I think if, dude, honestly, like if we were still like in our early 30s on that, we'd have been done by 11 o'clock and we would have been half drunk by noon and it would have been great um that did not stop some of us from uh, cracking open the first beer at nine i'm looking at you tim uh oh yeah <laughs> but, uh, he was drinking beer like it day? was gatorade he, he did he did he popped open a beer at like nine o'clock like good for as him as we were starting
0: you know what real, um, real but, quick because i know they listen to the show why don't you just do a shout out to all your movers
2: yes yes let me let me do that and i'm i'm gonna do my best to to remember this my mind's not what it was first off <laughs> shout out to you two uh thank you very much um <laughs> you're welcome so, you're tim welcome. and tom thank you yes. uh thank you for coming and helping me um uh, my buddy jason trebo thank you sir i appreciate <laughs> you and your heavy lifting abilities uh griffin my man thank you for coming thank you for your help um you know appreciate you very much um matt love you dude thank you very much yep yep uh i miss anybody i think that i think that was the gist wasn't it
0: don't forget to thank stephanie because i know she listens to the show
2: actually she's in the other room she's like hey you forgot my brother yeah jason thank you even though i'm not sure you listen to the show but thank you So <laughs> I thought he was
1: going to say, I don't think you he helped very much, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody there was uh, doing, doing work. Yeah. Everybody, no, was sweating everybody there definitely
2: put it in. Dude, you, you go to some, like sometimes when you go to help people move, like there's like one or two people that just like they show up and they don't really do much. That was not the case. Like everybody was, you know, just trying to get it done. And, and that made it, that made it better. You know, but anyway, I appreciate it. I promise next time I'm hiring movers, we're good.
0: You're not. You're in your forever home. You're just, not uh, moving.
1: My my favorite was just Steph right. coming out and and looking on the floor like where those boxes go. And I'm like, oh, they're already gone. Oh they're yeah. Gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, I spent two hours moving all those boxes, and she turned around and they were gone because there were like nine yep. dudes in like rotation just picking stuff up and moving outside. <laughs> Which, that was a lot of fun.
2: That's the way to do it, yeah. it You know, it it makes it a lot lighter when you have that many people. Until you get to my basement and there's all the exercise equipment, my toolbox, the workbench, all that other crap.
1: Dude, I swear to God. You know what's amazing is you left us at that house unknowingly to get your elliptical out of there.
2: Oh, no. Everyone else knew. Everybody
1: else knew. Yeah. Everybody else knew. Stay away from it. And Brandon and I were like, you know what? We'll get this. The mis- we're
0: mistake. As soon as we got on the steps with that thing, it was just like the coffin dancers meme because we were we were headed to death. It was terrible. <laughs> thing was falling apart, smashing fingers. I caught the bulk of it with my face. <laughs> it was awful. Well, Although no black that eye that Tuesday night
1: for him.
2: Yeah, yeah right, right. Well, catch it in the face. That's right. Well, you, John, you missed the foosball table.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. I. I I just heard. I saw one text about it. I'm, I just thought to myself, that had to be hell.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The legs Brandon just would not off. Eric's cracking.
1: Did it make it? Did it make it to the new house, or did you just no. toss it? Nope. No,
2: no. I I ended up knocking the legs off of it, and I put it out front. And some very nice family with a couple of little boys came and picked it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I hope they're having a lot of fun with it, and uh, I hope they enjoy it as much or more than we did.
0: Mm-hmm. they're lucky uh because i really wanted to just send that thing down the steps and then go get an axe and just make a statement <laughs> statement with it uh well no-
2: i'm the one who punched it
0: so <laughs> nothing was as bad you did you did you punched it hard enough to snap the leg off which was impressive
1: was it was it too was it too uh long to make the or was it too wide to hit the, get to the, through the stairs or what was the deal the, yeah, it was too, it was it was all was the too wide
2: to get through with the legs on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And the legs were mm. not coming off, um, despite no, the, the our little, best efforts.
2: Yeah, the little threaded piece inside was stripped, and it would not allow for me to remove it. And after mm. once I figured that out, it's like, okay, well, now I'm knocking this thing to hell. So there it goes. <laughs> it's
0: done. Well, you yep. know what? But All in all, everyone survived.
2: And that's the only piece of furniture we lost so you know it could be a whole lot worse i mean even when you hire movers you're bound to lose things
0: mm. yeah things fly out of the back of the truck uh which was awesome there was like uh, a what was the as thing? they
1: unlock it yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah well this one was just haphazardly thrown in the back of a f-150 and then oh
2: yeah you're talking about the wardrobe yeah the wardrobe oh i missed
0: that yeah that the, thing. well
2: it was it was a little ikea like fabric wardrobe this isn't like anything special by any means
0: yeah i took one look at it and i go that's coming out uh but it wasn't in the vehicle <laughs> i was in and i was tired at that point so i was like yeah i'll pray for it and then yeah, uh, at
2: that point we were all just ready to be done so and,
0: and who was that was matt driving that
2: yes that was matt's yeah, truck
0: he pulled up and i saw him pull up and the thing was all mangled in the back of his truck and i was like yeah it flew out
2: i <laughs> was well, i was following him and uh i saw it come out and i just started laughing like as soon as it happened i was like i knew that was gonna happen
0: yeah the good news is though that uh it snapped back together no problem it wasn't broken at all It was just oh, yeah. popped and out of uh out of place but i laughed when it showed up because the the part that you zip around it to secure the clothes once they're in the wardrobe uh is just a black bag and i was like you knew this thing was dead it's already got a body bag yeah and it it was
2: like it was like 30 dollars at ikea so you know it's fine (laughs) like yeah do you got brandon do you have any
1: uh, like horror stories as far as moving goes
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, so one day it was, uh, I don't know. It was like 9am, uh, on a Saturday that was a hundred degrees and some asshole put uh, like two fridges, a damn toolbox. Yeah. It's Eric. Eric is my horror story for moving. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Actually, honestly, no. Most of my moves were pretty quick. Like when I moved into this house that I'm uh, at now, it was just me and Chaz we loaded and unloaded the moving truck in one go, and it took maybe two hours, including all driving, but I was I was hustling like a madman, and that's the last time I think I'll ever buy a U-Haul, like the biggest U-Haul you can get, uh, because and I- And you so were under 30? I was 33. Oh, Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, you only been there for a few years. That's right. That's correct. <laughs>
0: That's correct, but I think when I do it again, I, I might have to get movers. No, 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 no. I'm gonna make Eric come help me. Hmm. Eric, That's I have a, I, I have a ton of workout equipment in the basement. Could you get at it?
1: <laughs> Including just straight dumbbells. Can you guys just uh, actually lift this and get them outside?
0: I have a couple five gallon buckets full of just concrete um, that I think you should move. Uh, no big deal. We did need those. miss though. the
2: five gallon? Did you miss the five gallon bucket full of Legos in my kid's room? We did well, miss but I would that. be
1: happy to move that because that may, that
2: means something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't think it was hilarious. All the workout equipment was Stephanie's and uh for some reason we're sitting there moving all those weights and she loves lifting so much. She should get out there and get a workout in. Hey, move these what, from here to it? the truck. What
2: was, what was it you said at one point? You walked by me with the weights in your hand and like she does this for fun. Yeah,
1: it was <laughs> yeah. uh it was the medicine ball, right?
2: Uh, no, it was uh the it, kettlebell. No, no, it was the, the kettlebell.
1: kettlebell. Yeah. And yeah. it, it was like
0: a—I uh, swear to God—that was a thirty-pound kettlebell, and that's insane. 35. Thirty-five,
2: thirty-five. Yeah, she great. uses a thirty-five-pound
0: cool. kettlebell. It was the only one there, which yeah, means does. that's the one she works she, out with.
1: She, she yes. does reps with that, and we were struggling just to carry it upstairs.
0: <laughs> yeah, Eric, I wouldn't—I wouldn't make her mad, man. Like that's Think of it. I a, try not to. She, my blink, God,
1: blink twice if you're okay. <laughs>
2: Blink twice if you're in trouble.
0: Uh, uh, right. But yeah, moving is fun. I think everybody listening can relate. Uh, if you guys have any horror stories for moving, we'd love to hear them. Uh, you can go ahead and send them to us over at galacticdads at gmail dot com. Uh, and I'd please do. They always
2: make for good entertainment.
0: I would love to to read them. We'll mention them on on the next show. All right, so let's see. For daddy issues, um, you know, there was this thing that went viral. Uh, this week, and it is, it involved a dad and McDonald's. You guys heard about this?
2: Yeah, I heard about it.
0: <laughs> so I heard about on the, uh, Rizzito show this morning, which is of course, great morning show here in St. Louis. Uh, they were talking, uh, on, on the internet, a man is getting just, just roasted, uh, because he has, he, he lives that baby daddy life. So, he went to baby mama's house where his child lives, uh, and baby mama and his child also live. It's like a blended family situation. So, she has another boyfriend. He has kids. um, So, everybody got kids in that house. So, when baby daddy comes over, he wants to bring his child McDonald's, but he doesn't get any of the other kids in the house McDonald's, and he gets just lit up for that by uh, his baby mama. So, I was, the, the question is, is that the right thing to do? If, if you have a kid in, in a blended family situation and you come over with McDonald's, are you just getting your kid McDonald's? Or are you going to bring McDonald's for the rest of the kids in the house as well? I, I see John thinking, go for it, buddy.
1: I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest question I have is, is it normal for you, like, what's normal in the household? Like, if, right. if mom's good bringing food home if mom brings food home, does, does she bring it for the, the, I mean, for everybody versus just hers, you know, I think that's the,
0: I'm assuming, uh, I'm assuming she probably does.
1: I'm assuming the problem is no, yes, she does. So that's what I'm assuming. Yes, she does. So. Okay. That's why she was upset.
0: Yeah. So what would you, what would you do? Would you, if you were the dad uh, and you, you were bringing McDonald's to your kid, are you bringing, bringing one happy meal or are you bringing however many are in the house?
1: I'd call ahead figure it out i would just be like does everybody want mcdonald's tonight or is everybody okay with frozen dinners because you know
2: yeah i think that's that's kind of
0: go ahead
1: eric
2: that that was kind of my thought process too was Um, you know context is for kings on this you don't know what the scenario is like you don't know if the other kids ate dinner already you don't you don't really know so i don't want to beat the dad up at this point i don't think that's really fair if it was me John, I think I would, I would go your way. I would, I'd make a phone call. I mean, obviously in that situation, you got to let them know you're coming anyway. You're not just going to show up unannounced. So, you know, just bring it up. Say, Hey, you know, while I'm at it, I'm stopping at Mickey D's. Does anybody, you know, you want me to get some burgers, you know, something, (laughs) you know, I think the biggest
1: thing, yeah. Like, like you're saying, like make the phone call because like, how do you not know? Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Right. And then not, not to beat him up or anything, but like how long has this blended family been a blended family? Like, is this a new thing that this is the first time and she just flipped out or is it all fake because it's social media and everything's fake? That's Whatever. also possible. That's
2: probably it, well,
0: but let's pretend that this theoretical scenario is real. And, uh, I'm thinking, I thought about it and you, you know, really, Kids remember things, and that means your kid's going to remember stuff, too. So if you just get McDonald's for just your kid, that's going to do a couple of things. One, that's going to make your kid a target in that house with those other kids. It just will. That That is some big brother, like, day one game. All right. And then, two, the other kids don't really know why they're not getting McDonald's, too. You know what I'm saying? They're not probably intimately aware of the socioeconomic standings in their blended house and what's going on um but they they will remember how that makes them feel and so i think taking the high road would be to maybe not bring everyone a happy meal but to maybe you know hit up that deal where you get like 20 chicken nuggets a couple of cheeseburgers some fries for like 10 bucks like just hook everyone up and then that way you know everyone's happy when you come over which is helpful if you want to spend time with your kid you want everyone there to be happier there and then you know to set the example like don't you want your kids to see like what a good you know dad you are
2: yeah the price of peace doesn't have to be high
0: yeah and and then you know again not to to bash this guy or anything but if it is a money thing well maybe you go pick up your kid and take your kid to mcdonald's you know don't put it in everyone else's face you know what I'm I am saying? know. Own. I
1: want everybody to know that my kid's better than you. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I mean, probably not, which
1: maybe was his point. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe his no, point that um, could have been actually, you know what? You're right, John. Maybe he was like, you know what? If your man that you with now was about something, he could afford McDonald's for everybody. But, uh, I can, and it's probably because he's not feeding the kid every day anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's probably a lot of room for improvement here, but I think the argument goes that be kind to kids.
1: So you shouldn't make jokes about the woman's ex that's not around. That's what you shouldn't do. Oh. Buying McDonald's for their kids. <laughs> oh <just> man! <laughs> oh man! There's a
0: million jokes that you could make. All right,
1: there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry for that. Yeah, um,
0: you can't <laughs> help it. That's you. Just that's... taking pot shots here. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, I think shots.
1: I think the right play to do though. Um, the uh, the right play to do is probably get something for everybody, or at least call ahead. I think that's the right play, but you know, yeah. the dude didn't. So, yep, yep. Social media warriors came out. Hey, yeah, we're talking Social about media it. knows best All the time.
0: <laughs> you know who else knows best? The father in Umbrella Academy. You guys been watching that?
1: I've seen two episodes. Uh, I gotta get caught up.
0: Oh, boy. Okay, so we'll talk about that briefly. Have you binged the whole thing already? Oh, I'm done. Have you binged the whole thing? I am done. Oh, my gosh. I am done. (laughs) Hang on. We'll talk about it. How do you have
1: time for this? Well, well. You you have two kids.
0: I'll tell you how I have time uh, when we get to TV shows. Alright, so let me tell you how I have all this time to watch TV shows. Uh, it's because when my kids go to bed, I get that one hour to watch something before it's bedtime. And by one hour, I mean it goes to like two or three episodes and then it's like way late at night and cool. I should be in bed. But, you know, it's the nature of binging. That's that's how we do it on all these streaming stri- uh, platforms. Otherwise, how would I get anything in? I wouldn't be able to talk about anything on the show ever. But. I Did so, let's talk about it real quick. So, you guys haven't watched all of Umbrella <laughs> Academy season three, right?
2: No, sir. Nope, not all of it.
0: It's, I will objectively say, it is the best season of that show by far. Um, they I even, don't know how
1: it couldn't be. The first two episodes were excellent, yeah, like
0: they're good, really I mean, excellent. I mean, it's it's good. Like the season two, there were a couple of episodes you were kind of boring, um, a little bit you felt bored in some points. Uh, and this one, like. All the dialogue is hitting. Uh, there's one character who, like, their arc and, and the way they act I was not a fan of. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's it's a whole thing. The character is Allison, and, you know, she, she is the one who has lost probably the most by the time the season starts, so she has a reason um, to to be wild and, and acting out. But it was still kind of like, man, could you, like, Tone it down. Uh, everyone else kills it, though. Yeah,
1: wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan of her the first two episodes. I don't know if that progresses. It progresses. It, worse it, or it, not, progresses.
0: But... it progresses worse. Um, but it is cool to see a bunch of alternate universe versions of different characters, uh, which is cool. And you'll see what I mean, especially when you. Man, I don't want to give anything away because it's one it's of just, the best. I mean, parts.
1: it's similar to playing the multiverse game. You know, it's it's very similar to playing the multiverse game. So like you, get to it, it see definitely is. What they grew up to be, yeah.
0: Uh, so anyway it's great and I love how it culminates uh, and ends up at the end of the season I think it's very well done uh, so if you guys haven't watched that yet and you run out of other stuff to watch I would go and check that out because it was very good this season uh, I mean, if
1: you like fantasy like sci-fi powers all that good stuff Yeah, and- if you
0: if you like comic books on TV you're going to like Umbrella Academy because that's exactly yep. what it is and it's very good it's very good uh let's talk about the other thing that I never thought needed to be on TV, but it's there in all of its glory. Oh my god. It gave me a <laughs> hero gasm just watching it. And of course I'm talking about oh, that episode god. of the boys, season three as well. Uh Hero Gasm. So you guys have all seen it, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I love that they start it with a disclaimer that says this show is not suitable for anyone anywhere.
2: <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: and you're just I like love it. it was as soon as i saw the the title i'm like oh my god they're doing it
0: yeah so the did you guys ever read the comic hero gasm the boys
2: so it's funny you mentioned that because uh there was actually a hero gasm comic on free comic book day last year yeah and i picked it up at the fantasy shop
0: mm-hmm. That's and a good i spot.
2: didn't know what it was and then i started reading it i'm like oh Jesus. Like what? Like, yeah. What is this? Yeah. Was not ready for it. So when when this episode came around, I'm like, oh boy, this yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch this, and it's going to be so over the top. It's not going to yeah, and and it lived up to everything I expected.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was, man, it was rough, and you're just like, oh my god, and uh, I don't know. The, aside from just the over the top, straight up bonkers. Orgy stuff going on in the episode. There's also some really, really important, really cool character moments, like uh, the female of the species, uh, Akiko. Is that her name? Anyway, Kamiko. Yeah, yeah Kamiko. That's Kim- it. Kamiko. Yeah. She has this like incredible like realization, and by the end of the episode, you just like you're like, do I? Am I happy for her? Or do I just feel terrible? I don't know. Then you also feel terrible for Frenchie, one, because he missed the orgy, which, like, his character would have loved. Like, that's his thing. Uh, they even mention it yeah. twice in the episode. And then, two, like, I mean, these guys aren't living great lives, and you, you just feel bad for them. Uh, and then, but you don't get too long to dwell on that because then it's next up to the next person uh, who's going at it. And then finally you end up with what we've all been waiting for this season. And of course, that is a souped up butcher, soldier boy. And uh man, I almost forgot that uh not Howie. What the hell's his name.
1: Huey. Huey is Huey. so close.
0: I was so close, sorry. Huey, they're all souped up and they take on Homelander, and that was awesome.
2: Epic. Yeah, just that epic. was great.
0: It really felt like uh, the end of season two, where all the ladies teamed up to fight Stormfront. It felt almost exactly the same, except for they were indoors. Always get it
1: done. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, not quite.
1: Well, they could have.
0: They they could have they if wouldn't some- have flown away. Yeah, if somebody didn't have performance <laughs> anxiety. They should just played a little Russian music, and all problems would have been solved. <laughs> but it uh, it was good. It was really good. That was a great fight, and it was good to hear, you know, Jensen Eccles talk for a little, for more than just like a word or two, because uh, I was kind of curious. Right, more than half a sentence. Yeah, I was curious what kind of tone he was going to take, and I was looking for maybe a little more of his Batman tone they did in the Long Halloween, uh, in in another DC animated film. But I, I'll I th- say
1: it was a dark scene in that hotel while he was waiting for stuff. Oh with, yeah, uh, Huey just sitting with them. Oh yeah, like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you you, you learn a little more about all of their characters uh in this season. You know even characters like Starlight and Huey. Uh Butcher, oh my god. You just feel terrible for him and, and Mother's Milk and like yeah, everybody really gets it this season. Like there's no real happy place to be. Unless you're no. unless you're an audience watching, in which case this is it's phenomenal. Somehow it tops. I was about itself. To
2: say, I was about to say, it's it's terrible for the characters, but it makes for some very entertaining TV. Very. This show does a great job of balancing the utterly ridiculous with still giving you that character development, that plot development that makes you want to watch more.
0: Absolutely. And even the, you know, like not even secondary characters, we're going to get down to tertiary characters are really good. Like their new CEO was it Ashley keeps mm-hmm. pulling her hair out. Now you're kind yeah. of like, what's going on with her? Like, you're, I'm like kind of intrigued. Like she's no longer just a throwaway character. You're like, Oh, what's, what's going on here? Cause she's really yeah. turning into an absolute piece of work. Uh, and it's then, really
1: crazy too, because she'll have that moment and you're like, Oh, that's pretty badass. And then you could see it in her face. Like, yeah, I did that. And then <laughs> the next scene, she's freaking out, like doesn't know what to do.
0: Yeah, but then there's also a scene where she's human again for just a moment. Mm-hmm. She is she almost allows herself to be persuaded by Starlight, like she has a window of humanity, and then you you can see it switch. It the actress mm-hmm. is very good. Uh, she snaps it right back and just you know goes right That's back the into that CEO That's the CEO of thought. Va- yeah, Homelander had an interesting mirror exchange too. I felt like I was watching Willem Dafoe and Spider Man. Uh, as he's talking to himself in the mirror, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I have no notes. The show is great. The show is great. Um, Frenchie gets yeah, completely up? naked. Go catch up. Oh, yeah. Go get caught. Up. Actually, <laughs> yeah, and uh, definitely don't let the kids watch. So,
1: there's that. No oh, goodness. There's that.
2: Don't even let them in the room. Yeah. And you know who I was most
1: upset for that that, sh- that episode? The flea. <laughs> Is that his name? I don't even know if that's his name. You know what I'm talking about, though.
0: Yeah, the tiny guy.
1: Yeah, poor the guy, guy was stuck down. in tiny mode. Curb stomped. Oh, so sorry.
0: Man. Actually, I felt bad for almost everyone there. Uh, you know Bl- what's... F- Blue Hawk? Oh, go ahead. That was rough.
1: Oh, with A-Train? Yeah. I felt like that which, was a, a moment which,
0: that needed to happen, but I was like, ooh, and that's well, not good. we kind of knew.
1: We knew it was going to happen. Like, yeah. he was going to do it. Especially after he finally truly apologized to Huey. Because Huey wanted to beat him up. Like, oh, Huey's he was
0: like, he was going to try.
2: Yeah, Huey
1: yeah. was ready. And then... he's was uh, like, let, let, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. And then Huey's like...
0: An, an oh. actual authentic apology from a member of the Seven. That must... Yeah. It was clear, like, Huey would never in a million years have expected that. Which, right. it, in a way, is a whole nother, um turning point for the series. You know, we look at these characters as just irredeemable and it turns out, oh, they're kind of not. So it's it's nice to see that humanity still exists somewhere in most of these characters. I would argue that there is no humanity in Homelander though. He is like no. He he's way past redeemable.
2: Yeah, he's he's gone way beyond any line of anything at this point.
0: Yeah. But I mean I still you know you sit there and you watch this show and you have those moments, right? Those nice like character moments like we talked about at the beginning when we were talking about this. And then immediately after that, you see somebody open a door and get completely covered in what I can only describe as like buckets full of, of of semen. And there is a there's an there's an article in Men's Health where Carl Urban was talking about the <laughs> filming of that scene and it says when filming the scene, they ran out of, like, fake semen to cover Mother's Milk in. Like, that's how much they just liberally used this stuff. And I was like, that's disgusting.
2: Did, <laughs> didn't they have, like, a tanker truck full of it or something? I thought it's I had a, I thought I'd read it, something where it, they it had, it had literally an well, oil tanker full.
1: Might as well have been a fire hose. Like, just blowing <laughs> it over. For, for real. He was
0: completely covered. And if I'm that character, that's the moment I pull out guns and just start
1: shooting everyone. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Not- that, that's your villain origin story right there. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Can
1: we just real quick go from the fact that uh, <clears throat> the deep, while having sex with his wife, was talking to a, an octopus in the tank to getting <laughs> fellatioed by an octopus? By, at, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. at Herogasm? Yep. <sighs> yeah. He
0: seems to have. And
1: like, getting a photo of that. Like, that's the first thing she thought to do. Oh, just wait. I got you. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah, the last time he did that to an octopus, though, he had to eat it. Remember, Homelander made him no. eat the octopus, and that was a
1: what's what I'm saying. Rough scene. He was talking to him about it, right? He was, like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The deep was talking to the octopus while he was having sex with his wife. Oh yeah, yeah, that one
0: was <laughs> messed up. Yeah, yeah, that was, was really gross. as hell. And then, uh, yeah, that was messed up. And then there was a lot of stuff wrong with that episode, actually. Um You know, the tiny guy that grew to size after he was inside um, a female and he was just soaking wet when he came out and ran into Mother's Milk's shoulder. And he's like, (laughs) bathroom, now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was messed up. That whole episode
0: was, it was over the top for being over the top's sake, which is still, I mean, that's the show. Yes. That's the show. It's still highly entertaining, though. I don't. i don't know that 10 years ago this show could be made which is weird because of the current climate that we find ourselves and somehow they lean into that too and it just works so works so beautifully the the you know it's like robocop level satire or starship troopers it is to that level of of satirical commentary on the world we live in now that I think you would spend more time talking about it if they weren't doing outrageously gross stuff all the time in every episode, too.
2: Yeah, it's got that South Park level of ridiculous. <laughs> it really does. And it's getting... And it, it, but it's live action.
0: <laughs> Indeed. That's a good way to compare it. If South Park was just about superheroes, I think that's what the boys would be.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure. Solid.
1: You love how M.M. Uh, almost got molested by Love Sausage also and then named him <laughs> appropriately.
0: I like that name, Love Sausage. I like it. Yeah. The only thing better than that was Starlight trying to convince Love Sausage that she brought a non-soup because he was really, really good at cunnilingus. Like, so good. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, that wasn't awkward.
1: Like, I've had it. He he, he he asked him, right? And he's like, no, I've had enough right now. i got to wait.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, you're right. So, yeah, that whole episode's messed up. But the <laughs> end of it is really good, too. It is. It leaves you questioning a lot of things. And, of course, the w- number one thing you're wondering is, what's Homelander going to do next?
1: Right. I'm wondering what the senator's going
0: to do next. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're going to find out. We're going to find out because don't forget that yep. wonderful video Starlight posted already at the end of the episode. Which online, uh, Vought International put out a publicly released statement about that video. You can go find it on Twitter. And it's, uh, it obviously completely denies and tries to discredit Starlight, which it just feels very real for what they would do in that situation.
2: Their social media team is so good, phenomenal. Shows on top of it.
0: Did you get um? What is it? Is it pornsoops.com dot com? Is that the website? Yeah, there's a website that's in the episode and it's actually <laughs> it actually exists. They built the domain. No. Yeah, there's like sex toys and stuff that you can get, like the uh
2: Oh my god. If only our oh listeners the, could the, see the look on John's you mean, face. Right
1: you, mean, now. you mean the sevens dildos are available? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah.
0: The Homelander dildo. Um there was the one. Other I think there was a MAVE strap on too. Like yeah. All of mm-hmm. these. All of these uh super Was it
1: Rainbow? It should have been Rainbow.
0: I think one of them was. I don't know. You can go online and check it the out. The
1: brave mave rainbow strap on. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I wish I had the ability to create merchandising. Just get some licensing going. That would sell. That would sell. That would sell like hotcakes. <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's move. On. Final thoughts. Does anybody got anything else to say about hero gasm?
2: Uh. If you're not caught up, catch up, and I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, catch up, hide your kids, hide your wife, watch yeah. the show.
0: Because they literally are doing everybody up in there, so you got to be careful.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So,
0: lastly, uh, we no, we've got one more, Stranger Things. The volume two of season four is about to come out, and um, I don't know if you guys Lunch are caught is on up. Friday, real. right? It, yeah so in just a couple hours and the last two episodes even though they're episodes are full blown movie length I think the final episode is two and a half hours long and then the penultimate episode is I think it clocks at hour 40 so lots to watch there even though there's only two episodes so highly anticipated in this household my wife is all about it she's counting down the minutes uh, she, for some reason, wants to know what happens to Steve. And I'm like, I like Steve, but I'm much more interested in seeing Vecna uh, just get filleted. That's all I want to see. That's fine. <laughs> We're good. We're good.
1: Are you sure you don't want to see Steve? You you look like a Steve kind of guy.
0: Uh, I, I mean, I support Steve. I mean, he's great for adventures and babysitting. Uh, he's really good at, at hanging out with the kids. Um, and he's he's shirtless at the at the end of uh, the first, you know, I want to see Steve. Yeah, I want to see Steve, real bad, <laughs> real bad. And I also think that uh, I knew it, it. There should be a spinoff series where Steve and Robin, every season, start new crappy jobs. So like season one could have meant scoops ahoy, and you just see them like go throughout like the work until they're fired at the end of the season, and then the next season they're at like you know blockbuster or whatever. And then the season after that. <laughs> kind of like
1: office space, just new work. Yeah, different, new, new job, different places. They
0: end up working at Target for one season uh, for, like, during the holidays, which I think would be the best. And then, you know, then they move into corporate that would be jobs. Awesome.
1: It, it'd be a short season. They would just quit <laughs> on day two. <laughs>
0: well, they essentially do that anyway. They just, like, lock up the store and leave to go on adventures with children. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, what are you guys doing today? Oh yeah, we can leave. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, how were sales yesterday? Um couldn't tell you. Wasn't there. Door was locked. You probably made like a buck.
1: We made zero. Is oh. that
0: good? <laughs> yeah, I think that I would watch that show. I think it would be great. Then you could have all the kids from Stranger Things just kind of like guest star. That'd be wonderful. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh Kenobi. I finished it. I finit I watched uh Kenobi. I watched four and no, I watched five and six last night. Uh and I was very pleasantly surprised. I was not ready for the amount of action that we finally got. Oh boy, did we get some action.
1: Five five set you up well and six uh just delivered.
0: It really did. It it did, it delivered hard. I was
2: floored by how good they ended that season. Oh good I, you I you hope finished we get another it? one, but I don't know if we will.
0: I feel like, so I was talking um, with one of my coworkers about how there isn't room for another Kenobi story between where the end of this one is and A New Hope. And I immediately just thought, the hell there isn't. Like, who asked for any of these Disney Plus series? And look at how well they're they're integrating. There's There's a ton of room. You're telling me there's not room to go watch, you know, And here's your spoiler, so if you guys haven't seen all the way through the end of Kenobi, you're going to run out right now. Right. You had your time. Okay, you're telling me you don't want to watch a Obi-Wan and Force Ghost Qui-Gon Jinn, like, buddy cop, like, spin-off series? I would watch the hell out of that. They're just, like, learning new things and, like, going around and, and, and solving people's problems in the Jedi way as they just wreak mischief against the Galactic Empire? that would be so cool
2: that would be awesome
1: yeah I think um you know it, for people who don't think there's time we just watched three and a half or four days of mm-hmm. Kenobi's time on Tatooine. that's what we watched so right there's absolutely time um it just depends on how they want to take it they can't really touch Luke anymore like as far as a character goes because or the Lars family Just because it would get too messy with the timeline breakup, I'm okay with them leaving. They did say Vader's right, and then Vader's Vader's story is done now because um, they should not meet until they get to the duel on Death Star. Right. Agreed. um, There's other ways that you can explore Kenobi's story, though, um, integrating some of the new Rebel cells that he knows, especially now that he knows about the path and everything else he's learned so there's a lot of ways you could take the story Uh, i really hope to do a season two hasn't been announced but hope they do it yeah i really hope i agree
2: i'd like to see yeah i'd like to see a season two i'd like to see them kind of take it in a direction where you don't you know you don't have to have a skywalker you don't even necessarily have to go with the past too much i mean he can you know the the Qui-Gon Jinn buddy cop thing is a good idea or having you know having some you know a little bit of companionship maybe have him do a little traveling um see you know, the you galaxy can introduce other characters yeah well you've got a little bit of um you know you get a little bit of time between then and a new hope and there's a lot of time there where we don't know what Ahsoka is doing um, and we do cross paths we
0: do have those shows already lined up I know mm-hmm. Jaijan you can yeah. help me out here I think the next Star Wars show that's coming out is is no, it it is Ahsoka, isn't it? What's the next Star Wars uh, show? live Disney action
1: li, uh, live action we should get Mando season 3 after Ahsoka. I think Wait. it's a, Yeah, help me out. <sighs> oh, oh, is geez. Ahsoka
2: still this year?
1: No, no. Ahsoka's next year. Next year. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, they just started filming. They um <clears throat> Ahsoka just started filming um in may
2: okay like the so- end of
1: may they just started filming so they're not going to be out this year no um mando season three might be done uh, I, I mean december release has been well
0: that's been the mando, mando. so so it might be yeah, it might so be i think mando three.
1: might come at the end of this year early next year and then ahsoka's right after that i want to say ahsoka's march next year um so mando comes before that mando season three I
0: you think. know what? i'm okay with that because i just realized that i thought we just got a Mandalorian season and it wasn't it was just the second half of Book of Boba uh which I think could have yeah. arguably been titled And the Mandalorian but whatever um <laughs> it was great so yeah I think we're due for season 3 of The Mandalorian but there's other stuff too um man I'm I'm just thinking you know what come D23 we're going to see a whole bunch of stuff that we aren't even expecting yet I'm sure
1: So Mando season three is coming out February of 23. Ahsoka should be March or April, I believe.
0: Oh, so they're going to go ahead and give you your six episodes and then run right into Ahsoka. Ooh, that'd be good.
1: I'm done with that.
2: Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, There we go. Yeah, that would be good.
1: Yeah. It's just got a sometime in 2023 for Ahsoka. I assume it's going to happen right after or near Mando finishing that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, looking forward to both those obviously and then um <clears throat> Andor's coming out next year. Uh we got Bad Batch season 2 coming out, but the stuff that happens between I thought we had where Kenobi is right now in the timeline and episode 4 has been already covered in the animated series uh Rebels. Rebels yeah. And then has it's going to get more fleshed out in Andor. And then in the show Ahsoka, I believe it's Ahsoka's picking up where Mando is in the Mando Mm. timeline. So Ahsoka won't flesh out anything with Obi Wan.
0: That's post Return of the Jedi.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. right, I mean, Ahsoka's supposed to uh, take over right in the middle of where she left off Luke at the training temple.
0: Perfect. I'm down for that. So.
1: Yeah, the the tidbits we got from Celebration was just a a few clips from initial um, production. And first of all, they look great. But they're bringing back pieces of the Rebel um, crew um, from the Phantom and Ghost crew. So uh, Chopper came out on stage for the panel along with um, the (coughs) actress that her name escapes me right now, but she's playing Sabine Wren who is was one of the rebels um, on the on the Ghost Crew? So, uh, along with uh, Hera, who was the pilot on the Ghost Crew. So, Hera, Sabine, and Chopper are back with Ahsoka. So, they should be hunting down Ezra Bridger, and their ultimate goal will be to find Grand Admiral Thrawn, yeah. which was alluded to in season two of Mando. Should yep. be a lot of fun. That'll be awesome.
0: That will be awesome. I look forward to that.
1: Do you guys- and as always, if you guys want to catch more Star Wars stuff, check out the Force Dyad. Full breakdown on uh, Kenobi series. Uh, we, that was our last released episode. Uh, we are climbing up the charts uh, for uh, episode count, so go check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. We will let you guys know their exact episode count over in the Galactic Dads Network update segment, uh, but that will be a little while. Uh, but definitely love the shout out to the force diet podcast we love it great sister podcast yes. and jedi Jones on there with our good buddy obi sean which uh by the way we're, we'll just go ahead and, no we'll save it in the announcements never mind all right moving on let's go ahead and we're going to hit up movies because there is a pretty big marvel movie release coming soon and we want to talk about it so stick around All uh, right, we're definitely ready to talk about the movie that we have been waiting for, and that is Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, that movie finally drops just the next weekend, July 8th, right? Which yep. is next July Friday. July 7th. What?
2: There are some show- showings oh, on July
0: Got Okay, gotcha, gotcha. On,
2: on that Thursday. On yep. uh, Thursday? Yep.
0: Um, so anyway.
2: Jane Foster's return.
0: Jane Foster Jane returns, Jane. And, and so does... Mjolnir. Mjolnir, is back, uh, it's obviously been through some things, and even Thor is very surprised to see it in the trailer, uh, there's also some really cool characters who are back, uh, again, Valkyrie gets to show off her awesome fighting prowess, and then Korg is back as well, and, uh, as well as all of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and, geez, who else is back, my god.
2: I can't forget the Guardians, um... I will say that I'm surprised to see Valkyrie
1: back because she would be on Earth leading new Asgard, right?
0: I think that makes perfect sense of why you would see her, though, because Gore is the God Butcher, so he's after the gods, yeah. which means he's after the Asgardians. And her job as King of Asgard right now would be to protect them. And so in the trailer, you get to right. see her fighting Gore. It makes perfect sense. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I'll ask you guys, uh, what are you looking forward to most in Thor Love and Thunder?
2: I'm looking forward to another Taika Waititi Thor movie. Because Ragnarok was awesome. Um, I think this movie, I don't think this movie will be Ragnarok, but I think it'll be real close. Um, I think it'll be, you're, you're going to get, with Thor, you always get kind of a grand scale. And I don't think there's going to be any exception to that here. I mean, you saw, you know, you saw Zeus in the trailer, um, and and all, you know, all of the scenery and everything there. I'm really looking forward to the grand spectacle of things.
0: You mean um, uh, Chris Hemsworth Himmour- butt?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes,
0: it'll yes. be the first yeah. MCU movie to show partial nudity, which means we're gonna see <laughs> we're gonna see Thor cheeks, guys. Uh, so get ready.
2: You know, sit here and act like you're not excited. Come on. Everybody. I'm excited for what this is
0: going to do at my house. Yeah. That that's gonna preheat right, the right. oven. So no problems. Yep. yep there you Looking go. Looking forward to doing some baking <laughs> when I get home. Yeah. That'll
2: be
1: on uh, Disney Plus every night before bed. No no big deal. <laughs> Honey, you love <laughs> Just this scene. That one scene. <laughs> what movie are you want to watch tonight? I want to watch Love and Thunder, without a doubt.
0: <laughs> you heard those thunder claps? Yeah. Uh, clapping those cheeks. Let's go. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh boy. Jay, John. Russell Crowe, it's, it's, it Russell is Crowe in that Russell Crowe yes. is Zeus, uh, in Thor Love and Thunder. Um, what else are you um, looking forward to?
1: You know, honestly, I wish Disney would just stop making Marvel movies and focus on Star Wars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm yeah, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm turning uh, off your uh, mic. See you, John. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to it. Um, I was late to the game on Dr. Strange. We had a lot of stuff going on, um, personally, uh, in my household. Uh, some daddy issues, some just, I'm married and you know, stuff happens with, uh, that happens families. Unfortunately, yeah. we've got yeah. uh, somebody in the hospital right now, um, in one of the families. So it, it just takes time. Um, but, um, uh, I'm much more on top of this one. And I think Olivia, like my wife wants to see it also. So that really helps. That helps. Versus Dr. Strange, it did look like a, kind of more of a horror movie type um, preview. And she was like, eh, I'm okay. And I'm like, oh, I'd really like to go see it. But um, we just got into the movies again uh, for the first time the other week. And we saw Jurassic uh, Park, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think she misses the movies, so I think I'm going to be able to sell Love and Thunder pretty easily. So I can't wait good. to see it, and good. I'm really excited for Christian Bale in there. I'm really excited for Russell Crowe, and uh, so get some good, some good secondary characters, and then obviously love Chris Helmsworth and uh, love Natalie Portman coming back. So very excited to see it.
0: Yeah, that is probably what I'm looking forward to most uh, in Thor: Love and Thunder. I want to see how. Nellie portman's character jane foster ends up getting uh milner i want to know how big reforms so i'm sure I'll, we'll get all of that information uh i want to know will they let gore the god butcher is he going to be using a symbiote because in the comics that is exactly what gore uses it is one of his weapons uh And of course we all know that the symbiote has just been introduced into the MCU at the end of Spider-Man homecoming. So if you watch the trailer, you see Gore is talking and walking in what appears to be a black room. But if you look kind of closely, the walls are moving and they're black trindles and it looks very much like a symbiote to me. So I'm hoping that that is the route they go. Um, I'm hoping it's, um, they borrow a little bit from Donnie Kate's run over in Venom, and they use the it's not the Necro sword. Um, it's escaping me right now, but it's like the the symbiote sword. It's like one of their like real weapons. I hope that's the weapon he uses uh in his quest to kill the gods. so I'm excited to see that. Uh, I'm also excited to see Christian Bale act. I hope he does a little comedy because it's a Taika Watiti film. Uh, And I'm excited to see how the Guardians kind of play out in this movie because we know Guardians Volume 3 is on the way. uh, And I'd like to see how that's set up. Uh, So there's a lot to look forward to in this movie. This movie's going to do a lot of lifting to advance the cosmic side of the storyline in the MCU. Which is always exciting because in Phase 2 I didn't know I wanted it. Uh, It turned out to be one of the better parts of the MCU so far. And of course that's how you get the threat of Thanos. So that is what I'm looking forward to. And that brings me right into my next question. What do you guys think the next Marvel movie Thanos level threat is? Who or what do you think it is and why? Because Kevin Feige just recently announced that as phase four comes to a close, which we're now marching that way, uh, it's about to become very clear what the overall threat is going to be, uh, and I know we've had a lot of, um, well, I'll just say it: Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness makes me think very specifically it's going to be something incursion related, or even on the level of Secret Wars, uh, Jonathan Hickman's, um, where you know the multiverses fight and all collapse into one, and then you have one remaining set of of characters. Uh, which could be really cool or it could be you know something way different than that it could be galactus because we have the fantastic four of course coming at the very end of phase four um or you know it, it could be anything at this point so i was wondering what you guys thought that that next overarching villain could be
2: i think the signs for me are pointing toward dr doom and I I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I have a whole ton of facts to back it up, but it just, it feels like that might be the right next step, you know, because like you said, we've got the Fantastic Four coming up, um, Doctor Doom in the comics is absolutely that level of a villain that can, you know, can really wreck stuff and, and cause a lot of trouble, um, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like that's going to be the case, um.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll go ahead and I'll agree with you. And I feel like Doom would be a good choice because one of the things that Marvel did with Thanos in, this, uh, in the MCU was they gave him a really good reason to try and do what he was doing. So yes. they, they, they humanized his motivation a bit. And I feel like you could do the same thing with Doom. When he's trying, there's an arc where Dr. Doom, um, he tricks Mephisto into releasing his mother's soul from hell and in his quest to save his mother's soul what wouldn't he do you know so I feel like that would be a great way to even pull in Doctor Strange who we know will appear again kind of into that that realm so I, I think Doctor Doom could be a good bet although I'm not sure that he's going to be the main overarching problem but he could be you never know you're right He's the type of villain that is able to transcend normal earthly levels of villainy. Um, I mean, Secret Wars was a perfect example. He stole the power of the Beyonders and reshaped reality at his will. So he he could be that next that next guy.
2: I would love to see Secret Wars on the big screen in some fashion.
0: That would be incredible. I would love that I would love I that. Would
2: love that. And, you know, it's it's more possible than I think we realize, because the MCU is going to get, let, let's just call it what it is, the MCU is going to get too big for itself before too long.
0: Real soon. I think that might yeah. be the point. And I, I think yeah. that lends itself to the incursions and Secret Wars.
2: Right. And if they can kind of, I don't want to say call the herd, but if they can kind of, you know contract it back down to something a little more manageable it's only going to benefit the the sum of the parts and that's that's um, also and, how
0: you get the mutants
2: there correct yeah correct and i was about to say you've got to make you know it, they can't hold on to the mutants forever you've got to bring especially now that charles xavier made an appearance in doctor strange mm-hmm. you know that they're going to start showing up more
0: and the inhumans and, are back too don't forget, yeah. Black Bolt was there yeah, as that's well. That's
2: true. That's true. I
0: don't know. I don't know, John. What do you think? You think is Vader? I got a couple of thoughts. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, right. <laughs>
1: it's gonna it's gonna be so. Darth Vader's gonna come back. Okay. Thank God. And yeah. uh, they're gonna find him in the multiverse. No. Um. <laughs> so I got a, I got a couple of different things. Number one, uh, Kang the Conqueror is still out there. This is the true. Um, and uh, I he, don't know if he's gonna be this phase is Thanos, right? Like we don't know if that he's going to come through right now or if he's going to wait, he could wait, he, but that is a Thanos level threat. That's already introduced. Agreed. But um,
0: so was Dormammu in the first doctor strange.
1: Yeah. And they shut, yeah, they shut him down in one episode. So or one movie. So it's possible.
0: So. Although to your point, Kang is introduced at the end of Loki, but then appears again in Ant-Man and Wasp in quantum mania. That's where we'll see right. um, Kang again. So who and it's not the same Kang. Let's not forget that. Right. It'll be the same it's actor, different. but it's not going to be the same Kang. So this could be very interesting.
1: So so Kang is still there. So I I understand the Doctor Doom theories, and I've heard them. I've, and I've seen them on the internet. They've going nuts, right? Since uh, they introduced the Fantastic Four and Doctor Strange. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like Kang is an obvious choice, which means they might go away from him. Well, and then true. the other one that I'm like, this could be a real threat level that we haven't seen, but they also could just be saving him for guardians. Three is, uh, Adam Warlock.
0: He is who in guardians three, by the way, uh, will pull. Yeah. who He was announced,
1: him. right? Yeah. Yes. So at the same time, like that's a very, very powerful character. And, they don't have to go to Trudy Comics, so they could introduce him as a bigger threat.
0: Well, I mean, again, see, this is the thing about Marvel. They have their villains who are on a grand scale cosmic threats. Look at Ego, the living planet. He was consuming the galaxy, essentially, right? And then they yeah. shut him down in, in one movie. One movie. Yep. I mean, They're really good at that. They now. are. They are. I mean, the only time you see stuff that's not, like, universe-threatening is if you watch Captain America or Black Widow, in which case it's just world stuff, and you're like, this seems like small potatoes. Let's get back out there with the Guardians. Um, But you're absolutely... I mean, you're right. I agree with you. Adam Warlock, you know, he... Traditionally, he's a heroic character, but versions of him that are evil, like the Magus... um, you know, really cause a lot of problems. They op- end up opening the void into the cancer universe, uh, where you or see him, right? Just him, just him. Yeah, it's bad, but yeah. the. I mean, he brings about the annihilation wave in the comics, which begins erasing yep. like the universe as it goes, and that's one of the things that banded all the cosmic Marvel superheroes together, which was, by the way, an awesome series, uh, The Annihilation Wave. If you have not read that, you definitely should. And there's some incredible writing and superb artwork, and uh, it was right before the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, so Star-Lord's a little different in, in that series than you would expect him to be, although uh, he's adopted more Chris Pratt-like traits now in the comics, unfortunately. But anyway, um, you're right. Adam Warlock, if they go the route that he has been in the comics, if if he gets the evil self, that's a problem. That's a real problem. Um, So it could be cool. And he ends up working with Annihilus, and Thanos gets involved in all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, John, you're right. I'm actually kind of excited to see that. makes me even more excited to see where they go with Guardians Volume 3.
1: Yeah. So. And like I said before, you just can't forget about Kang, like, I would love to see Doctor Doom on a Thanos level, level uh, threat, but we've already met Kang twice. Well, we will meet Kang for a second time mm-hmm. um, shortly, and then with Loki season two coming out, we're going to see him again, I'm sure. So, well,
0: that yeah. was going to be my next question for you. If we're interested in Kang the way that we are, would you not compare him to this phase's Loki then? Because we initially met Loki in Thor, and then of course he ended up being so beloved that they wrote him into Thor 2 and then the Avengers and then, you know, of course people love Loki so he gets own show and ended up in all the other uh Infinity War and Endgame as well. So this could be Kang could be the new Loki for this phase.
2: That's yeah. true, the kind of charismatic lovable villain.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, what is his name? Well, uh, he makes sense John, to a lot of
2: people too. He does. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan That's Majors. a Jonathan Majors.
1: I was gonna say John Boyega, played, but yeah, no. Uh, he Majors. played in. Um, oh shoot! I'll don't give it to don't me. Don't do it. He was Watchmen. He, he was uh, Watchmen. Doctor Manhattan. He was, yeah. He was Doctor Manhattan and Watchmen.
0: He Thank was you. fantastic mm-hmm. in that. I'm too. like, man,
1: I want to. I, I had it. I had it in to my tongue the whole time. But yeah. He. Uh, he's That's fantastic he's great. as uh, Doctor Manhattan. So. He's in a Can't ton wait. of other stuff. Can't too. wait to see them more.
0: Um, yeah, that's I mean, that's it. That's all I've got for movies. I mean, Thor Love and Thunder is, is bringing the heat for us, and we're all excited to go see it.
2: So, John, I've got a quick question for you. Since you saw it and I saw it, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Jurassic World Dominion? Uh. <laughs> one, one being the
0: raptor saying so- Alan... In Jurassic Park three and ten being the roar okay. in the first Jurassic Park when the T Rex gets out.
1: Honestly, <clears throat> seen in theaters. I mean, I give it a seven and a half. I enjoyed okay. the movie. I knew, I knew going in that we were going to have um, some old stuff come through. I knew going in we were going to have some dinosaur moments that I wanted to see, and uh, yeah, I mean they delivered maybe a little too much on nostalgia stuff, but you know what? I'm, I'm there for it. I don't care. It's just, it's fun to watch dinosaurs battle. And we got a couple big battles for dinosaurs. And yes, while some of the stuff, again, unbelievable. Uh, and you can't even suspend disbelief. Like it's just, it is what it is. You're just like, this is dumb. They would never get out of this. <laughs> uh, it's still a fun movie. I mean, it's still a fun movie, entertaining movie. Like it's one of those movies that, if it was on TV uh, and I was flipping through, I, w- I wouldn't I would turn it off. I would just continue on with what I was doing and listen to it in the background. So Okay, can I yeah. jump in here?
0: Can I jump in right at that statement? Because I was flipping through TV the other, I think it was Saturday night, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was on TNT. Okay, so yeah, we I, watched it too. Yeah, it's the one before this one. And I thought that that yeah. was an absolute ludicrous film. Uh, but I watched it anyway. And upon watching it again, this is probably the second time I was just like, man, whatever. I'm just watching this dinosaur movie and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. as soon as you just, that
1: movie's terrible in my mind. Yeah. That's probably the worst Jurassic park yeah, movie. I agree. Is, it's that I agree. And I still, I still would watch it. So do yeah.
0: Jurassic park threes on, I'm watching it. Like, that's just how it goes. So Jurassic world yeah. two, for lack of a better name. Yeah. I'm watching that too.
1: Um, that I, Raptor can say Alan all day. I'm all still going <laughs> to go watch it. I'm
0: screaming Alan's name, too. Thank God he's back in Dominion. But anyway, my real question <laughs> is, somebody I had heard related the new Jurassic World to, it was like they tried to make one of the new Fast and Furious movies with Jurassic World. Is that Would you say that's accurate?
1: Yeah, didn't, didn't see that.
0: trotting. No. Were they all over correct. the world?
1: I see a little bit. I see a little, a little bit because a little. they they the old with the new, and they magically got along perfectly. So yeah. it was one of those. It, one of those. That's because
0: nothing's stronger than family, John.
1: Family. Yeah. Thank you. I knew. <laughs> I knew. I knew where you're going. Um, but I think that's it. I think that was the only piece of it that was like Fast and the Furious, quote unquote. Like, uh, just because there was a lot of action. The action sequences were. Oh, by the way, like. The chase scenes that they had that were the most realistic, being that there were dinosaurs chasing after them, looked amazing. Well, That's they good. were badass. That's good. They, they were, were so cool. freaking awesome. Yeah. And uh even though you know what's gonna happen in a couple of them, you're like, I wanted to see that, so we're good. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> like when you know you're in the market and you're like, That dinosaur is gonna get out. He's gonna kill somebody. And you're like, Guaranteed. Oh, oh, can't wait. Sorry for spoilers, but dude's gonna kill somebody you're
0: telling me a dinosaur kills a human in a jurassic world movie there's a dinosaur
1: in a cage that gets out go figure (laughs) i mean that's
2: it's like whenever they're like in in fallen kingdom when they're in the tyrannosaurus oh oh my god and the the t-rex is sleeping it's like you know he's gonna wake up what the what are you doing yeah
1: that one we all know what's gonna happen just waiting for it there it is. I'm still happy because I'm right. watching dinosaurs on the, <laughs> on the big screen. So it's cool. Exactly. Uh, you, exactly. You know
0: what? Um, You mentioned nostalgia a little bit, and uh, I have to ask, who saw Top Gun Maverick?
2: I haven't made it to see it yet. You guys are messing up. I hear enough. good things, though. You saw the I wrong hear, I hear movie. great things. You should have skipped yeah. Jurassic
0: World to go see Maverick. It is that good. It is that Let me tell you how good it was. Uh, I made Lee watch the first Top Gun with me uh, the night before we went and saw Top Gun Maverick, and she made some very. It was her first time watching it, uh, so this movie that was made for 1986, she's watching it in 2022 and going, "This is kind of gay." Like what? What's going on with these guys? <laughs> they are really into each other, and you can't argue that. Like there's there's some under undercurrents. Here's kind of like. Yeah, they really are. Like why aren't, like no man hangs out in the showers just like with a group of other dudes, no one talking, just sitting there in towels. Like it doesn't happen. We right. don't like that even like even in like the weirdest strangest like, you know, gay adult films, people don't even do that. Like the, like what is going on
1: there? Hold so. on. What uh, what gyms do you go to? Maybe I'm going to different gyms. You're, we're going to the right
0: gym. the Yeah, like you just don't do it. Like you, you don't. And then you know, there's it's scenes, referred
2: to as a bathhouse. Don't go in. Yeah, you'll
0: get you'll get things you can't get rid of. Uh, yeah. But,
2: have you seen HeroGasm?
0: <laughs> Believe you me, you will meet a love sausage, and you don't want that. Uh, after that, there's no way you're sitting in the cockpit. But anyway, You know what, so after
2: two years, we finally found Justin's new nickname.
0: Love Sausage?
2: <laughs>
0: I like it. Here we go. I like it. Anyway, um, Top Gun Maverick is its a perfect nod to the original and somehow makes it better. Like, it is where it picks up 30 years later, Maverick is doing the exact thing that you assume he should be doing. Like, if you just logically thought out what that character would end up doing, that's what he's doing at the start of the movie. And you're like, oh, no, that makes sense. And then the whole reason for him to go back to Top Gun Flight School is excellent. And then, of course, you know, it's no secret at this point, Miles Teller's character, Rooster, uh, is Goose's son. And you see that immediately in the trailer. Like, they don't hide it at all but the the interactions there and the weight of things that Maverick carries throughout the film, you're like, son of a bitch. There's, like, a real poignant, like, heartfelt, like, tale throughout this movie. And there's good comedy. Uh, there's good old-fashioned fun flying, which, oh, my God, this, the way they pull off some of these scenes, which are all mostly, I think, practical effects, is awesome. Yes. And then um, even, like, the mission itself I got chills because I thought of the uh, – it reminded me of A New Hope. Use the force, Luke. Like when you when you see their mission and what they have to do, you immediately think, yeah, that's A New Hope. Uh, but it's still awesome. And then there's this whole bit like you ever seen the movie Behind Enemy Lines? Yep. Owen oh, Wilson? Yeah, you get a nice little chunk of that too. Like it's just great. The movie's good. Hmm. Um, any parts that are cheesy are cheesy for nostalgia's sake so they're not even sickening. Uh, and then you get to see Val Kilmer as Iceman again, which is really cool too. So, great movie, great movie.
1: Does he, does he fit in a plane still, or?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that joke. Um, <laughs> that joke's good. That joke's good. Uh, well, I, he's
2: an admiral, so it's probably like a G five. It's got a little bit more space than a an F eighteen.
0: Admirals don't fly, baby. They sail. They sail. They don't get in no planes no more. <laughs> Um, no, it's good. And he does still, he would fit in a plane. Uh, I make another joke, but it would give away the movie and that would make me, (laughs) make me a dick, (laughs) but just know that I'm not, I'm not offended by your joke about would he fit in the plane. I'm fighting the urge to say something worse and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) it. it.
1: I mean, you should for me because I don't care. We'll do it it offline. It's the listeners might, we'll do it offline. Yeah um but also I don't want to do anything offline with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: um so moving on, movies good stuff. There was one rumor yep. today relating back to the MCU uh and I I saw it just going nuts on the IGN.com and comicbook.com. Uh Howard Stern may kind of teased on his show that he was doing Doctor Doom and he called Robert Downey Jr for acting tips. Uh now I don't think that that's real. And if he is doing Doctor Doom, it's not going to be in the MCU. It might be I think he's too animated. Old for that, isn't he? Well, I also, I, I've taken a kind of a peek at those Marvel contracts. There's no way you're dropping that on your show on accident. No way. No. So, so I don't think that's real. And if it is, I hope to God it's not. I really. Yeah, I,
2: I don't see that going well at all. And he's definitely not a Thanos level threat if it's Howard Stern.
0: Well, I mean, it depends if you're... Well, all if,
1: you gotta do is be as eccentric and then you take over the form.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking... Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think so. He could be a version of Doctor Doom in a crazy multiverse. That could be a
1: thing. Yeah. I mean, you want, you want to hear what I would think for him? For yeah. Doctor Doom specifically? Like, we're wasting him on gore, but Christian Bale could pull off a Doctor Doom...
0: Oh my God, you're absolutely correct. Could you imagine yeah. Doctor Christian Bale as Doctor Doom, like facing down Mephisto, knowing he's got the upper hand? And there is, oh man, that's that gave me chills, John. That is so good yeah. because he would commit to that in a way that would be
1: terrifying. Yeah. Yes. And he's handsome. I, I'm, I'm enough excited to, to hear. Just seeing him as Gore is gonna be chilling. Like,
0: yeah, like because he'll I'm commit. So
1: excited for that movie, man. But yeah, that no, as Doctor Doom, yeah, I can't see, I can't see Stern as him.
0: The only other person I think we've talked it, about this before, but the, I've said Giancarlo Esposito would make a great Doom uh-huh. because he is like he's imposing as a villain in every single. Movie, TV show he's in. You're just like, that dude's the bad guy. Uh, So, of course, for everyone who doesn't know, Giancarlo Esposito is Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian. He is also um, Stanley Edgar in The Boys. And uh, he is Gus in Breaking Bad. So if you guys are like, he's essentially the, when he shows up, you know he's the bad guy. Uh, The real, real, real bad guy. And he is, in Far Cry 6, he is the dictator. So... Yep. Yeah. Uh, Which is funny because in the first movie I ever saw him in, which was Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, he was just some punk kid. And now you see him, you're like, this guy is terrifying. Like, I would not let my children (laughs) play with him. So, anyway. All right, so moving on from that, let's go ahead and hit up... um, you know, before I announce it, do we even have, we don't have any video game news right now, do we?
2: I got nothing exciting, man. Got nothing.
0: Nothing, nothing. John, you got toy news?
2: Um, <clears throat> I don't have a ton. I think the biggest thing
1: from Hasbro uh, recently, they're closing out, well, they're getting ready to close out their HasLab on uh, Revis lightsaber.
0: You know um, what? We didn't even mention her when we were talking about Kenobi, but that's okay.
1: I mean Moses did a great job. I we went so into really big detail, but Moses did a great job playing the character. Um and before I get too far into the toys real fast, I just want to mention um the only person that I would rather see in like a Dr. Doom level role is uh bring on Homelander.
0: Tony Starr. Dude, right. Yeah, oh, he could An- do it.
1: Anthony Star, Anthony, Anthony Starr. Right.
0: Yeah. Ooh, that would be a good one. It'd be
1: sick. It'd be sick. Because you, you,
0: you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna build on that. If you watch like any of his Instagram posts where he is on set, but he's not like in character, he's just on set, he's a completely different person. Like Homelander is certainly a character that he plays, and he plays him very well. But I definitely I could see that he could be a terrifying and I do mean terrifying doom. Because when he's Homelander, when he's talking, he's not scary. It's when he's quiet that he's terrifying. And somebody with the that, eyes, yeah. Somebody with that kind of, yeah. and that the eyes are going to be the only thing you can see behind Doom's mask.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll get into it real quick though. So uh, pre-orders for Hasbro went up uh, on Pulse's website uh, last week, and then a little bit more this week, but. Basically, all the Kenobi figures are available now for uh, Star Wars fans, even a Ned B, the the droid, up for pre-order still. The only one that's sold out so far is, um, I think, Obi-Wan, the Wandering Jedi, which was the first Obi-Wan figure announced uh, right after Celebration ended, and then the um, Darth Maul with metallic legs, which he was announced and everybody wanted him because we've been asking for him since, Oh, forever. Since the so, Phantom Menace. Yeah. got Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, since he was <laughs> reannounced in Clone Wars yeah. with metal legs. So, yeah. Uh, but every other figure is available for pre-order. They're doing retro collection figures, but uh, for black series, they got Ned B the droid. They've got another Kenobi uh, more in his Jedi garbs um, from um, Jabim. Uh And then uh, we've got a new Vader, a Nutella. Um all the Inquisitors are up for grabs still. Uh, mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. Uh, everything looks good. So, uh, but as far as Hazlab goes, because I just—you guys know me—I talked about the Rancor multiple times on this um, podcast. It is—it's uh, just tough. Go ahead, it's tough buddy. To get things. <sighs> oh my God. I feel bad.
0: You're not gonna cry, are you?
1: It hurt. Well oh. had the the rancor hurt because we got it in 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 Boba. Boba Fett released Rancor. So we could have had Boba Fett riding on a Rancor. Um I'm sorry, I'm it's not funny. I
0: honestly it. thought that you were gonna get emo- like real emotional for a minute. I was like, Whoa, well hang <sighs> on, I'm not ready for this level of support.
1: I'm just not that good <laughs> of an actor yet. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Um but they are currently funding the um, the Black Series um, <clears throat> Third Sister Force Effects lightsaber, which is Reva's lightsaber. So the twin blades with the circle in the middle um, is supposed to have a, a, a spinning function. The last cool. day for this backing is July 11th. They're currently at... Um, 1,300 out of 5,000 backers needed Oof. to get the project off the ground. I'm so tired of the and internet. They've been,
0: I am so tired and of they've the been internet.
1: Fu- oh, why is that?
0: Okay, so they need how many backers? 5,000?
1: 5, 5 grand. 5K. And they've got
0: 1,300?
1: Yeah, they got 1,300 on the lightsaber. I yeah.
0: hate it. I hate it. That thing should have been funded. I,
1: so I want the lightsaber really bad. Like, I want it and it's a double lightsaber so it's cost cost double And How lightsaber, much does it cost most, John? Uh, black series most black series force effects lightsabers cost right around 220 dollars 230. Like that's average cost. So they're just doubling it up which is normal. So you're looking at like
0: 450 500 bucks for this thing? It,
1: it's 5 it's 499.99 which I think is part
0: of the problem for it not funded okay i resend my my comments okay i'm sorry i, I knew you would
1: my... i knew you would because i thought i thought it yeah,
0: was like a, a fan hate thing because it was reva I kn- and yeah. it, it apparently it's it's straight up cost bro inflation's going yeah, crazy so right I've, now i can't drop a fan
2: hate thing because yeah it's 500 bucks maybe maybe all the yeah. fans
0: online were hating on reva because her uh her lightsaber was so expensive
2: yeah
1: i i can't um I was the first one to tell you guys I bought two Rancors. Like, I I was funding that project 100% because I wanted a Black Series scale Rancor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't need the Saber for $500. So, I'm not funding it. The Rancor, which had articulation points and I could pose with multiple figures, was $350. I had two of them in the cart, I think. I think it was $350. It may have been more. It really doesn't matter. I had two in the cart. It doesn't matter to me. I was buying it. For $500, I'm not buying a double-bladed lightsaber from for the Inquisitors. It could be any Inquisitor. It wouldn't matter.
0: I, so. I feel you. That's fine.
1: Anyway, but those that's the only toy news right now. Uh, and then the only, only other thing I'll, I'll mention quickly is Star Wars Celebration tickets for London 2023 went out today.
0: Yes, they did. Uh-uh.
1: I'm not going to London, most likely. Uh, (laughs) You know what? I didn't get tickets today. How about that? Uh, VIP tickets sold out in about uh, five minutes, and uh, four day adult passes sold out in roughly 20 minutes um, Mm -hmm. originally. Uh, London's, I I will say that London's, um, I can't remember the name of the center they're doing it at. It's about 700,000 square feet smaller than Anaheim. So, uh, and Anaheim's roughly, I don't know, 700 to a million square feet smaller than Chicago was. Wait a McCormick minute, places? wait a minute. Because Chicago was McCormick Place. Yeah, and that's Anaheim where- was in the Anaheim Convention Center, which is smaller than McCormick Place.
0: McCormick so. Place is massive. That's where they do get your drinks right. ready, C2E2. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I love McCormick place.
1: So, right. So that's where so they held London, that's where they held star Wars celebration in 2019 and then they did Anaheim and now they're in London and London has not as much space. So they can't sell as many tickets because they just, they can't. So, right. uh, they're down to just single day tickets currently. And, uh, we'll see if I decide to go second market, but I could not log on today because I, you know, had this thing called work. I guess it's a daddy issue.
0: I hate it. I I hate don't know. it. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked yeah. too. it. It's a job,
1: uh, but good luck to everybody going. I hope I get to go still. We'll see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. the wife really wants to go to London, um, overseas period really, but that would give me a good excuse to go, but we'll see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's that by the way, uh, Obi Sean over at force Dyad tweeted today that, uh, he would not be going. And I believe him when he says that, uh, but it was really nice that he pointed out that with Celebration being in London, that gives a bunch of Star Wars fans in Europe uh, a, the chance to actually make it to Celebration. And even if he can't make it, it's wonderful that those those fans now also get that opportunity. And I thought that that was, that was really big of him being like, oh, man, I can't swing it. But think of all the fans who now can because of the location yeah. change. And that... That is good. Yeah. We had a good exchange
1: today. Yeah. Yeah. We had a a great exchange today about that because it's a huge deal for it to be close to home. Uh, In Europe, flying to London from somewhere like maybe Paris or even Rome or somewhere in Spain, it doesn't matter where. um, It it costs the cost of us flying from here to Anaheim. Right. So, um, yeah, they're getting a chance to see things that, you know aren't normally available to them. So very excited for those fans. And, uh, and that's why tickets are harder to get. So absolutely. Yeah, um, but Hey, celebration is a good time for everybody, no matter who, to, who you are. So, mm. and we'll get plenty of announcements. I'm sure.
0: Speaking of announcements, I think it's time for us to roll on to ours. Uh, real quick for comics. I have one thing to cover. Um, mindset number one, uh, from Zach Kaplan and, uh, John J. Pearson is out this week from Vault Comics. Uh, Of course, we did that wonderful crater interview with them, but that book is now out in comic shops, Uh, so you should definitely run and buy all the copies because this book is good, and I guarantee it gets optioned for a film. Like, I have that feeling that that's coming; it's on the way. Uh, So you might want to snatch a physical copy of Mindset Number One now, because you know what happens when uh, indie books get turned into films. Those books get real hot on the market. So go get yourself a copy. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think it's time for us to move on to Galactic Dad's Media Network announcements. So let's hit up that transition. There's a lot of stuff going on in Galactic Dad's media network right now. Um, Jedi John talked about it earlier, but the Force Dyad podcast, uh, which, of course, is hosted by him and obi uh just hit episode number 30. Yeah, 30, 31. Where are you at?
1: 30. 30. It's 30. crazy. It's crazy. You guys, Thirty. You
0: guys are burning up fast. It's awesome. Uh, and Having that- a
1: great time doing it. So uh, we, en- we We enjoy Star Wars very much, so it's easy to talk about.
0: That's good. That's good. We love it. Uh, And then, of course, the guys over on the Comic Shop Couch podcast are keeping it steady. Uh, I haven't talked to the guys there in just a minute. We're all busy with those dad lives, you know, how things like that go. Uh, But you can definitely go look for their latest episode anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Uh, They are there. Uh, As far as the Galactic Dads podcast, that would be us, guys. Uh, We've got some things moving and shaking. Uh, First up. Uh, We announced this on the After Hours episode, which is exclusive to Patreon listeners. Uh, Jedi John and myself will be headed to San Diego Comic-Con for the first time ever. Uh, We are completely stoked about it. We should have gone in 2020, but of course things happened. Uh, So now we're going to the first official one uh, this year since, since it's back in full force. And I am so stoked. We are looking at three weeks, three weeks from today. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, we'll I be we'll so be, jealous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Eric, if you just want to go ahead and book a flight, come out with us. I can't get you into the con, but you could be there. And honestly, I can
1: find from, a way in. <laughs> yeah, Three weeks from today is literally uh, day, day one. one. That's right.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, so <sighs> we,
0: we are close, buddy. Uh, which reminds me, we really need to get together and game plan because uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of content that we need to steal from that, and we just need to make sure we do it uh i'm
1: just hey what are you talking about uh just so all the fans out there know i'm gonna steal brandon he's gonna experience the funko booth every single day and he just doesn't know it yet
0: (laughs) i'm actually okay with that uh if you can find me in uh like artist alley is where you'll find me i'll be talking to creators like that is the part in me where my comic book geek is freaks out and flies because I love stories, but I think I've learned the thing I like more than the stories is the creative process of creating comics. So the, the way
1: people behind them, yeah, yeah. I, th-
0: I think that that comes out in our creator interviews and in the way that I just love figuring out how the creators minds work to get these stories out. So that's where you're going to have trouble pulling me away. Uh, and then other than that, yeah. I'm going to be galactic dadding so hard. It's going to be gross. It's going to be gross.
1: We're going to have a great time. I can't wait. We're going to be decked out every day. Um, yeah, we are. Meeting fans, meeting creators, meeting everybody. It's going to be uh, good. Hopefully. I'll, I'll go back to your thing. Like, our favorite things are talking to creators. Mm-hmm. And I think you've got another announcement to make about some creators that oh. we're going to get in touch with. Oh, man. Yes, we do.
0: Okay, so we've got a really big one. Uh, fans of the show know that we like to start the every episode with the beers of the week. And uh, one of our favorite beer brewers is Four Hands, uh, Four Hands Brewing Company right mm-hmm. here in St. Louis. Uh, is a big favorite of ours. And I reached out, worked it out, uh, talked to marketing and everybody. It turns out that uh, this month we will be recording a live episode with the head brewer at Four Hands Brewing Company uh, and they will take part in a normal recording of the episode on location. Uh, of course, we're going to have... I intend to have a lot of fun with that. I'm sure we will, but uh, I'm looking to uh, take a lot of stuff that we can put out on the socials for that. Uh, There will be the normal episode. It will be episode 94, which fits perfectly with four hands. Uh, And, um, you know, there's probably going to, certainly going to be Patreon-exclusive content that comes out of that. Um, So everything for everyone, everything that we do, uh, we're going to make it worthwhile. That's something that I've been working on for, Honestly, quite a while, and to be able to get locked down in, in the books is huge. So we're really excited to get that going and uh, bring that to you guys, the listeners. So, very good. I think
1: I think the big thing there is too, like if if you're a Patreon supporter right now, now is a good time to email us some questions that you want answered because we can an- we, we we can ask them to the to the creators. Like, not all the questions are going to make it, but hey, if you've got good questions. And we like them, we'll, we'll, we'll ask them. So you'll hear your questions on the, on the stream also. If we, if we get to them, uh, cause it should be a blast at the four hands brewery.
0: Yeah. So the way Dude, that I that can't
2: wait. that's
0: going to be great. <laughs> and the way that that works out is, um, so the, the brewery itself opens at noon, uh, we'll be there well before that just to make sure that, you know, we get everything done. Um, but if you are a Patreon subscriber, Uh, hit us up on the message. You are welcome to join us that day uh, when the tap room and stuff opens. You can get in and you can hang out with us after the recording. Um, We may even jump on and record some more. You never know. uh, Whatever we can get away with, we're definitely going to go for because at that point, we'll be a few forehands in the bag, and it's just going to be a great time. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, Uh, Keep an eye out. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, Keep an eye out. We will be uh, posting details for that so you guys can get in and enjoy an in-person Galactic Dads event. So really, I mean, that's huge. That's like our first real, uh, aside from QuadCon, but like this is like our first real big uh, Patreon event. I think it's going to be a great time.
2: Yeah, out in the community event, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's our first big club. I mean, yeah, you've had the owner of uh, QuadCon on we've had multiple quad cons under our belts now, but, um, yeah, going to a brewery and just having a good time, and you Man know, got beer of the week segment every week,
0: and you Should know, also it's, it's like, it's a good size brewery. Uh, and it's also St. Louis yeah. based, which is, is pretty huge. And, you know, I've said before, four hands does a lot of, you know, collaborations, and they do things that benefit the community. There's citywide beer. Um, a good portion of those sales go right back into community and programs there. Uh, they did the, uh, the beer that they I had a couple Cardinal weeks Glennon. ago that benefits the yep. Cardinal Glenn Children's Hospital. Um, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful, not only do they make great beers, but they're a great company. Uh, for the stuff they do, and it's it's huge that they're the first big brewery that we get to collaborate with, so we're very excited about that. Yeah, and we're very excited to uh, have Patreon subscribers there, so keep an eye out for yes. those, uh, and if you guys are interested, you can head to patreon.com slash galacticdads. You can get access to said Patreon event, uh, but you can also... Uh, get your hands on very exclusive content. We do the exclusive Patreon members after our episodes, which are completely unedited and unfiltered in uh, a great time. Some of our best shows come from the after yes. hours episodes. Uh, honestly, I was listening to one like two weeks ago and I was laughing so hard. I was crying. Uh, and I was like, Oh dude, I forgot <laughs> about a couple,
1: that. There's a couple just yeah. bangers in there. And when you know you've got you've got good content, when uh, the the developer of all the content is texting you saying, "Do you remember this?"
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah. remember
1: it. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> it was too good to forget. I um, mean, yeah. Um, go back in the backlog <laughs> on Patreon, find some just gems, just of episodes, just
0: really good stuff. Even our most recent after hours episode, I was laughing so hard <laughs> I was crying. Absolutely, because I forgot. Um, I'm one of them. Oh, so I, was, I went back.
1: <laughs> I was dying. Slash, when I was slash to it. you forget. Slash, don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. You I mean, describe, that happens.
0: So. Uh, but they're
1: all still very good. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, you definitely go and and, and check out the Patreon.com slash galactic dads. Get access to all of that. Get access to the live stream of the episodes, uh, even episodes that we record non in person. Uh, we upload the videos for so you guys can see us, uh, and then you get your. Get the opportunity to get your hands on some sweet Galactic Dad swag. Uh, I hate the word swag. I don't know why I said that. But uh, you can wear t-shirts, hats, such as the one I'm wearing right now. Uh, This is actually the Patreon and Jedi John's rocking it too. This is the black on black with the white logo and the red rocket. Uh, This is a Patreon exclusive hat. So if you guys are looking to get your hands on some of that or maybe even a hoodie, uh, t-shirts, stickers, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, definitely go check that out and support us. We'd love it and appreciate it because it means we can bring more shows to you uh, more often and uh, really just makes the expansion of the show much more possible. So we appreciate that. And as much as we appreciate that, we appreciate our producer level subscribers. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys take this one because I know that you know all of our producer level Patreons. Uh, so laser eric you want you want to start us off
2: well you know you know that i know keith jefferson the original the day one the minute one number one patreon producer level um keith i've never met you in person so uh get up to forehands here in a couple of weeks uh, I, but, w- uh, I will
0: buy that man a beer i will buy him a lot of beers yeah
2: absolutely um he's a self-described geek. I've seen him, uh, on the social media with the swag, wearing the swag. I hate that word too, but mm-hmm. it just shows up. Um, you know, a good dad in his own right. Um, you know, works hard does a, you know, does a great job working with you, Brandon. And, uh, yeah, just a great dude. So hopefully we get a chance to, uh, to meet up in person, have a couple drinks. But in the meantime, thank you very much for your support.
0: Yeah, thank you. He
1: really just should have. He, he should have been at the move on Saturday. That's really what should have happened. No, no, oh, yeah, I, that could have worked <laughs> out. I respect
0: him too much to put him through that. That's terrible. We <laughs> you know who could have been at the move.
1: Um, uh, and why don't you go ahead? You, go you're going to go with TK three one seven eight eight. Yes, I will. I don't know if I can give him a better description than he gave himself the other week. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm really going to try though. <laughs> so um he is a self-proclaimed fact checker he still does a good job uh you know he'll he'll text me on the off chance that he's like you were wrong about this and mm-hmm. he takes pride in it you know he takes pride in his role uh for us um yes. but yeah overall great guy you guys heard him on the podcast the other week uh, just fantastic individual um love supporting the 501st uh in st louis Loves star wars loves lego uh, find him on brick and ain't easy on instagram and everything else and uh you know um just have a good time with the guy because that's all he wants just have a good time and uh hope to see you out at four hands when we do our recording uh which i don't doubt you'll be there
0: oh 100 uh, even, be even there.
1: working half a day even working half a day come on out and have right. a have a beer with us absolutely so yeah thank you very much tk31788
0: Very good, very good. And, of course, that takes us all the way down to our I Love You 3000 level uh, support member, which, by the way, that is the highest level that you can support and gets you so much good stuff. That's why TK was on the – I'm sorry. TK was on the show, but he's been a long-time collaborator. Uh, But that's why uh, Joe President uh, has been on the show a few times as well, and he is our I Love You 3000 level member. Uh, Joe is, of course, the founding member of the Comic Shop Couch podcast. Uh, He's a wonderful dad. Uh, He's actually such a good dad that he's considering not going to San Diego Comic-Con just so he can give his kids better life. He he might use that money to be a better father. And while uh, the fan in me uh, cannot understand that, the father in me totally respects that. So we may or may not see him at San Diego Comic-Con. But, uh, I mean, what else needs to be said after saying that? Like, the dude is a stand-up guy. Uh, We 100% appreciate him and his support. Uh, As much as we appreciate everyone's support, thank you for listening. But we certainly want to applaud our producer-level members. So, here you go, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good good job. All right, guys. I think that's it. Does that... That finishes us out for the episode, doesn't it? The answer yeah, is yes.
2: Check does,
1: yeah, it? there you go. There you go. I've never been finished off so cleanly in my life. I don't mm-hmm. know what you guys are yep. doing right
2: now.
0: <coughs> there it goes. Every, everyone <laughs> there put that it in, coming. isn't
2: it? Saw that coming.
0: Yeah, so listen, guys. as We finish these beers and say cheers. <coughs> I guess John's a beer this week as we finish. Anyway, uh, we thank all of you for Ten listening. Please remember to like, rate, review, and share uh, no matter where you're listening to us. Uh, check us out on patreon.com slash galacticdads for bonus episodes exclusive only to Patreon subscribers uh, and the ability to watch us in the live stream and much, much more. Uh, plus, you can get your hands on that sweet uh, Galactic Dads merch we were talking about. Uh, hit us up on all the socials. And if there's anything you want to chat to us about, you can hit us on the socials at Galactic Dads or send us an email Uh, for business inquiries or anything else that you'd like to comment on uh, right there, galactic dads at gmail.com. But listen till next episode, we thank you for listening and remember, keep on doing the dad thing. Cheers.
2: Cheers. so